0: The Voluntary Reaction is a safe space where known dullards gather to drink from the keg of glory or drown in the pool of despair. All opinions, takes, questions, criticisms, and insults cannot and will not be held against a speaker after a 24-hour cooling-off period.
1: Please listen accordingly. Oh, the day started off just swimmingly. It really showed a lot of promise. Welcome in, Voluntary Reaction, Tennessee loses. To South Carolina? No, it is not Cockgate. It is Tennessee basketball. Voluntary reaction, sixty-three to fifty-nine. Your final thirty-one points from Dalton. Connect. Not enough tonight for the Volunteers. As uh, wow, we have a lot to discuss. Bear Davey Hudson, uh, gentlemen. I don't even know where to begin. Bear, what went wrong? Um. Oh god,
0: I mean the wheels fell off early. Uh I mean Pat Adams and the crew definitely uh the it just fucked with the flow of the game. We looked flat, uh missed free throws, uh couldn't finish around the rim, and basically Connect had no help. Davey, I'm not the really odd rotations and minutes and you know, we saw Estrella for just a minute. And we didn't see him again, and I don't, I don't know. Meshack's not getting. I don't think Meshack got nearly enough minutes tonight.
1: What, what the hell, Davy? Why is Vescovy on the bench at the end of that game? He's two of four from three point range, four of seven. Like I thought, he, he's working his way out of a. He didn't foul out. He's got three rebounds. He's got an assist, like two steals. I mean. He's giving us energy plays.
2: What the hell is Justin Gainey, or I'm sorry, Jordan Gainey, doing on the floor at the end of that game? I, I wish I had an answer for you guys. I, I don't on that one. Um, it it doesn't make a lot of sense. You look at it. I mean, they beat us in almost every statistical category that mattered. Uh, they were definitely uh, beating us in assist. Uh, they out rebounded us. They were, much better from the free throw line, shot better from the three-point line. It just was a a real struggle on all fronts. And, I mean, if it wasn't for Dalton Connect really having that insurgent there at the end, it's probably a double-digit win for for South Carolina. Uh, You guys sent me that – was it Brazello stat? That was just remarkable. It was – outside. Before Connect started that run, Tennessee had one basket in the previous 14 minutes and 51 seconds of game action.
0: Not good, Bob. Not good.
1: No, this is a – I I don't know. It it just sucks to lose at home because, like, we know in this race for the SEC regular season championship and a potential one seed that you're going to drop some games. You know, you've got some tough games on the road at Alabama, at Kentucky. Um, you got to go to Arkansas, which is never easy. To uh, Como, even though they're terrible this year. But you, you got to hold serve and win these games at home. And so that sucks. I'm going to try and not get too bent out. Like, to me, it is kind of a fluky type game. Like, Tennessee was shooting 31% from the field before Connect went <laughs> on his little heater there at the end. How many damn layups did we miss? Just right at the rim. We missed oh, eight, eight free throws, 60% for like, from that's not, you know, that's not typical at home. And you have whatever the fuck Pat Adams is doing there at whatever the, the 17 minute mark or whatever. He's just like uh, three fouls in five seconds. seconds. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't even know what that is. And 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 they weren't, and they're were just hicky tack bullshit calls. So I'm not going to try. Like I, I'm not going to totally blow a gasket. I don't think this is a sign of, of of things to come necessarily. But there's just a bunch of weird shit going down in tonight's game.
0: Yeah, it, it's it was a, it was a really weird fucking day, pretty much from when we uh, right before we went on air earlier. But uh, to me, I mean, early on, it, I started getting that Mizzou game from last year kind of vibe. We're giving out shit effort, and that, that was just the overall vibe I got.
1: Well, Tennessee has to pick up the pieces quickly. You go to Rupp Saturday night, and uh, boy, I, I mean, I don't even know what the schedule looks like next week. So uh, this was supposed to be an easy one, but uh, it You're was not.
2: You get LSU at home and then you go on the road to AM for Saturday. That ain't
1: gonna be easy. It's life in the SEC, brother.
2: Yeah. Westchester is
1: up first tonight on the voluntary reaction. What's up, Westchester?
0: This with the rest of the the VR crowd, the for uh, the rest of the evening. But I'll tell you this. This is my first impression. Um I know this is not going to be a popular opinion, but uh, this team is pissed off that uh, Connect came in and stole the show and stole all their attention, and they laid down tonight and said, "Winning your damn soft, but he couldn't do it, and that's what happened.
2: That's about as full of shit as anything you've ever said. Well, is you want to give an, like a do you want to give a, a a solid take before you get out of here, or you just want to stick with? <laughs> that? I'm
0: going to stick with that one. Let's see what your uh, fellow listeners have to say about that because that's exactly what happened. Nobody else showed up tonight except for him.
2: Okay. And and, like we've seen this from this team before, and yet it's not, they they were doing this at times last year. It wasn't because Dalton Connect was on the floor. It is this time. Westchester.
1: Did you watch the Vanderbilt
2: game?
0: I listened to it. I didn't watch it.
1: So you didn't see the scenes in the locker room afterwards when Connect is doing his media thing and like the whole team is in there, like, uh, Calling him White Mamba, asking him questions and stuff like that. No, I did not.
0: You didn't see. Uh, you didn't see Vescovi's comments before the game interview he gave in
1: the past couple of days. It's it's okay, man. You 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 took your swing. Swing. You you got up there at the hot take. You you swung hard, but uh, you you whiffed and, and and spun around and hit yourself in the back of your batting helmet with your bat. And now you're hey, cussed. N- like,
0: nobody uh, wants nobody wants me me to be wrong more than me.
1: All right, man. Appreciate you. But, uh, yeah, I I don't worry about that after what we've seen the past couple of hours. Let's get Conrad in here next. What's up, Conrad? Conrad, you there? Turn your mic on, brother. Oh, Conrad might have the wheel.
0: Conrad does have the wheel.
1: Yep. Sorry, Conrad. Let's try Known Dullard. Known Dullard, you're on. Voluntary reaction. Go ahead.
3: Guys, I don't know... I don't know who to who to heap the blame on. If it's Adu was bad, Zakai was bad, Pat Adams was Pat Adams. Um, <laughs> oh, man, it it was tough watching Adu miss all those bunnies to start the game and the air ball, the little ten foot jumper down the stretch, and I don't know who who who. Uh, who are gonna pin this one on. How do we? How do we? How do we turn this into a nice, clean? This is what happened, so we can get over it. I mean, I, I don't think Davey, I, Like I said earlier, man, I, I just think it's
1: it's kind of fluky. I'm a little bit worried about Adu. This is two games, in, I think he had nine points at Vanderbilt. He only has uh, let's see six points today. We need a little bit more out of him. He's two of eight from the field, and at least two of those were just easily make. Like the first play well, of the game, like, yeah, it stumbles uh, on a easy layup.
2: Should have been part, a dunk. part. of it, I blame Barnes. Um, <sighs> you look at some of the lineups at times. Outside of that, you got to look at your your veteran leaders in Zakai Ziegler, who did not hit a basket. Josiah Jordan James shot the ball three times, had two points. Like. It's, you need some offensive production from these guys, and we didn't get it.
3: Do you think uh, there's any looking ahead to, uh, to Kentucky? Because yeah, maybe. I, mean, I've, 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 I thought this team was like too mature to do something like that, but it's hard to not feel like that we just came out there thinking, we kicked these guys' asses so hard last year. Who cares? Roll the ball out there. Let's yeah. go up to Lexington. And, you know, they they – they kicked our ass tonight.
2: We only had two players score more than seven points.
3: Sure, I I think
1: that uh, that theory though is perfectly valid, Dulard. I mean, when you you hammer a team by forty twice last year, whatever it ended up being, you're probably they're probably not going to have your full attention and respect. Um, I'm sure they watched film, and I'm I'm sure Barnes gave them the, hey, this isn't last year's team. They beat uh, Kentucky, like all that stuff. But um, you're right. I mean, that was, I don't know if it was an ass kicking, but the better
3: team won tonight. Yeah. Well, last thing, you know, this is annoying as hell, but if we can go up to Rupp and steal one, then all is forgiven and it'll be one of those, uh, you know, we've, we've done it a few times, but you can't take for granted that that's, that's about as good as it gets for Tennessee basketball is going up to, to, to Lexington and sure. up the big blue asshole. See ya.
1: What did he say about the big blue asshole? I missed that last part. I didn't quite catch it either. Davey, did you? Hmm. Okay, Dave. Davey's been left speechless. Let's get Seth. Well, let, me, let, let me make
2: sure Seth isn't a... I feel bad. I didn't realized I was muted on that entire thing. I figured that was what was happening.
1: Let's get uh, Seth in here next. What's up,
4: Seth? All uh, right. Um, so, these are my takes on the game. First of all, I completely disagree with the the one dude's bullshit about the team. Res- Westchester. Yeah, about <laughs> the team not respecting connect and all that. But if I had to put the game on anyone, it would be our veterans because I do think they were looking ahead. And for them to not step up, connect cannot carry this team every single game. Like, that cannot happen. <clears throat> and not only that, but.
0: He'll, he'll get his. And I wonder, I mean, that's, you know. But. It was a good game plan by Paris and South Carolina. They, you know, they harassed him most of the game.
4: Then he went off there at the end, but he got his thirty plus points, and we then we lost. I know that that can't happen. We we need other people scoring, and then the little things like the free throws. Um, I'm looking right now. We're twelve of twenty for free throws. So if we would have just knocked those down, that wins the game. And then rebounding, we can't lose a rebounding battle. We cannot give up offensive rebounds to the other team. But I know South Carolina is good at that, but stuff like that can't happen Uh, with a veteran team. You got to take care of the little things. Well, you got to get ready for
1: war because you're going to be playing a more athletically talented team on Saturday. It's going to be a high level game on the road in a hostile environment. So it doesn't get any easier, but tonight's disappointing for sure. Good stuff, Seth. Anything else, man? Nope. That's probably about it. Appreciate you, my friend. Thanks for jumping in here. North Carolina's losing at Georgia Tech. Would that make you feel any better, Davey?
5: I
2: would. I mean, again, a lot of game left here, but they got a two-game lead in what's a bad ACC. So, and I mean, Duke plays North Carolina right before we play Kentucky on Saturday.
1: Let's get Hollander in here next. What's Go Tar Heels. What's up, Hully?
2: Fuck off. Brett. I'm getting the wheel. wheel. Oh, there oh, he no. is. He's muted. but
1: Turn your mic on, Brett. Can you hear me? Gotcha. All
6: right. I, I couldn't agree more with Westchester, to be honest. <laughs> you guys are crazy as you if you think that. What happened tonight wasn't a direct correlation to Connect.
0: Are you huffing paint tonight too? Uh, I, don't, I don't know, No, bear, bear, no hold on you, What did
6: that's, you guys watch tonight? Completely let him, it.
1: Please let him. Speak what? what
0: did, okay.
6: What? What did you guys watch tonight? I'm just asking. What did you watch? The team not showing like, play. All our guys stood
2: around games. and watched
6: Connect go one on one all night long. He took 24 shots. We came out and we watched him try and go win SEC Player of the Year tonight. And we, yes, we missed some bunnies. I will give you that. From the get-go, we missed some bunnies. But Ziegler, Vescovy, all our guys came out so timid and so, like, didn't even want to be there. They were waiting to watch what Connect would do. And they depended on him.
1: He went eleven for twenty-five. Breath. breath. Yeah. Take a breath. Let me let me ask you: Do you think that Dalton Connect just does whatever he wants yeah. and just takes shot? Yeah. Like you do you? So so you think he's just like Rick Barnes wants to run motion offense, and Dalton Connect's like, "Fuck that! I'm just going to shoot." We scored. You. We didn't even score sixty points tonight. And, no, that's no, 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 no. I I watched the game. I I know what the score was. Do you think that Dalton Connect does what he yeah. wants in spite yeah. of what Rick Barnes is telling yeah. him to
6: do? Well, that's dumb. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're just wrong. No, because how many times has he subbed a player off when he has one stupid turnover? When, what, what does that have to do with Dalton Connect taking shots?
7: Out.
1: All right, uh, Brett, uh, I appreciate you, my man, but you're just not making sense, buddy. You're, you're stark raving mad. You're hysterical. It's crazy talk. You think that Rick Barnes lets his players just go out there and dictate how the offense? Dalton Connect is doing what Rick Barnes told him to do. He, he scored 31 points. You've got a Naismith slash Wooden Award candidate out there. Yeah. The rest of our offense is pretty much hot garbage. Maybe let the guy who might be the best player in college basketball this year take all the shots. I don't know. Seems like a well, good philosophy to me. That I mean, I saw a direct
0: quote from S. Kobe. He did a media availability today, and they were asking him about where he's at as a player, and he said at this point in his career, he doesn't care about personal stuff. He just wants to win. These guys, I blame you, Russ, for letting uh, letting Westchester, known tinfoil hat wearing maniac, lead us off here with this bullshit. These guys did not tank because of some bullshit with they're jealous of Dalton Connect. That's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard in the history of voluntary reaction. And there's
1: been some stupid shit that's gotten said on this show, by myself included. How about this? How about you got your point guard was oh of 6 from the field how about how about he make two shots you make two shots we're still playing right now maybe maybe we we win the game how about your uh super senior leader triple j 0 of 2 from three one of three like you know just give six points just give a six not we're not asking for 12 14 although like i think he's capable but just give us six just give us six. How about Adu, who we were praising as perhaps the best big man in the SEC this time a week ago, go better than 25% from the field. Just, just, you know, make two more buckets. How about we not miss eight free throws, shoot 60% from the free throw line? How about we not miss 10 bunnies tonight? Y'all, y'all relax, man. It's, it's, it's How about we grab okay. a fucking rebound when we're on defense? Let's get Stevie in here next. What's up, Stevie? Hey, guys. What's up? What's hey, y'all up? know,
8: Michael, If, if, if the Bulls would have won seven championships if Michael Jordan wasn't such a ball hog. He
1: did take a lot of shots. Gosh.
8: Guys, are we really insult and, and critiquing the SEC player of the year and possible Naismith player of the year tonight?
1: I don't. I don't know. Okay, so the guy took twenty-four shots. Who cares? What, you want you you want Triple J taking yeah, more? Yeah, I don't wrestle. You Less know shots that. for Dalton. Connect more shots for Jemai Meshack. Like, what are we talking about? I, we lose to a really great South Carolina team who
8: bullied us tonight, and we're losing our brains. We're losing our minds. We're we're complaining about the best offensive score we've had since I've been alive. We gotta chill. You must chill. Chill. I think we're gonna beat Kentucky on Saturday, Russ.
1: Well, you're gonna have to do all these things we've been talking about that you didn't do tonight. I mean, I think they are capable, but you know, we didn't play well at Vanderbilt. And because of Connect's performance and the fact that you ran away from him in the last 10 minutes, we kind of like whistled past whatever we saw for the first 30 minutes of that game. Well, guess what? South Carolina is a better team than Vanderbilt. And they came in your in your house and beat you tonight. So you do have some issues. We're not perfect. This team has lost to Mississippi State and South Carolina now. Um they have not played particularly well against Vanderbilt on the road. One of the worst teams in the SEC and, you know, power conference basketball. So it's, it's not perfect. They're not. And that is a good thing to me. Like my, my worry was that, hey, man, are, are we peaking too soon here? I think the answer to that is pretty clearly no, man. There, there's <laughs> got to be another level to get to.
8: Dalton connects the reason why we're not like 12 and 7 right now, honestly. But I think what we saw, what happened tonight, was Adu got kind of bullied in the paint, and he got pushed around. Well, he, he got in foul
0: troubles, what he got into. And That's the nightmare scenario for Saturday for me. Is you see what happened? Like Adu gets in foul trouble, he, it
8: completely changes how he can play. Well, that number, I don't remember, I don't remember who's what number he was, but he, I mean, he took him down to the paint from the top of the key. He just bullied him down there.
2: I think it was uh, BJ Mac.
8: Yeah, old BJ Mack. But when 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 Oziah and ZZ and Stormtrooper go one from twelve, combined from the field, you're not going to win.
1: No, I mean one for that's that's <laughs> unbelievably played so bad tonight, so yeah. bad, and they still should have won. Yeah, the official just to burn I, the tape, kind of night, isn't it? Burn yeah. something.
2: I don't know because I mean, really, if you look at it, you could argue this an SEC play outside of Ole Miss. You really haven't looked that great outside of the Florida and Alabama game. You put those back to back. We struggled with Georgia.
0: Yeah, I was going to say we did not look good at Georgia. They don't God, take maybe Luke we, suck. Out. we probably lose that game.
8: We may suck. <laughs> but but. Uh, uh, but we got people on here complaining about our best player who's, who's keeping us in games. I mean, not only that, I mean, it's, it's,
0: it's not just they're complaining about connect. It's just they've got this this in completely batshit crazy theory that the rest of the team is jealous. So they, they've decided to, to quit. And they're just going to go through the motions.
1: I like uh, Rick Barnes doesn't call the plays. Connect just does whatever he wants. uh, Playground basketball. (laughs) No, thanks, coach. I'm just going to throw it up and shoot it. (laughs) I appreciate your suggestion, but I'm just going (laughs) to jack one up here.
8: Uh, Stormtroopers back, guys, unfortunately. See y'all. Oh, man. Damn it.
1: That was not as dumb as I don't understand the Isaiah. You don't. No. Isaiah Orton Ames. You don't get that. No. The, do Do I have to spell it out for you? What letter is missing? J. For jumper. All right. Yeah. Just Just gnaw on that for a minute, Bear. <laughs> Let's get shut up, John Ross. Ross. In here next. John Ross, are you there? He's spinning. John Ross going once. John Ross going twice. No John Ross. Let's try Spotlight Eddie. I'm sure this will be measured. Spotlight Eddie and the boys down at Tank C. What's up, Eddie? Oh, Eddie's spinning. No, he's not. He's there. I thought we might have simultaneous wheel spinning going on. Eddie, turn your mic on, dude. What's up, fellas? Uh, Eddie, we drink from the keg of despair.
6: Actually, I am fine with it.
1: You're fine with it? What, you have money on Carolina or something? No,
6: I kind of like a mid-season walk. A big season. Like
7: this,
6: that wrangles the guys into
1: shape. Do you think this could be a catalyst to better things? I, yeah, I see where you're going, Eddie. I, do, I'm, I, I can
9: get down with that.
1: Eddie, are you hammered
9: right now? No, actually, I'm driving down Altoa Highway in the fucking rain.
1: I didn't answer the question. That's not what I'm asking you.
6: <laughs> I will not admit to guilt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ever. What's the only... Boldly- all right. All right. I tell you what. You go home. Go home. Get home safely. And, and then talk to us. I'm not going to talk to you while you're drunk driving. What, are you insane? Calling our show while you're hammered drunk driving down in the rain on I'll Kill You Highway? Are you... What the hell is wrong with people? I, mean, I can what is see the complaint here? in the
2: lawsuit now.
1: Oh, my God. Prank caller. Prank caller.
0: Jesus Christ. Let's get no Barnes back or Trey in here.
1: Balance it out. Trey's terrible takes. Sure. Why not? What could possibly go wrong? What's up, Trey? Uh, boys,
10: I, just call me crazy, but it, it ain't a good idea to give your location... As you're actively driving drunk, I mean, that's, just <laughs> not,
0: <just laughs> that's not the first crime that's been uh, confessed to on voluntary action. Well, what was the first crime?
10: Oh, God, was it a was crime it? in progress, Bear? Because, I mean, this is like real time.
0: I uh, know it wasn't in progress, but it
1: was like, why are you admitting it? It's been, It was several years ago. Hey, guys, I'm holding up the Wiggles over on Emory Road, but I'm pretty pissed <laughs> off about the balls lost tonight. What do you think we got to do to get Barnes fired? Don't you put that die
10: pack in there, lady. I'm watching you. I mean, uh, oh, God, all you can do is laugh. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm happy to be a part of the uh, group of people that call themselves Fan Run. Anyway, um, this was, you know, a uh, uh, Terribly disappointing loss, um, especially you know you fought back at the end. But it, guys, it's not it's not as bad as the loss is going to be that when the NCAA comes sniffing around and fucking Danny No Nugs, you know goes all Wolf of Wall Street and tells them to fuck off with their fun coupons. I mean, <laughs> that is that is the treatment I give them. They come to campus. We have the meet. We have the meeting on the star of Knoxville. Yeah. Here, boys, take these take these hundreds. We're, we're, we're giving them to players, but you can go fuck yourself because everybody else is too. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if you're Danny, do you not say like, I'm, if I'm him, I'm not even cooperating. I say, I will see you fuckers in court. Like we're skipping the whole investigation bullshit. Like I'm going to challenge your legitimacy as an organization and I'm going to show your impotence before everyone. And if you want to do that, if you want to go there, let's go. Because I, You know, Davey, correct me if I'm wrong, but if the conferences all tell the NCAA to fuck off, they can't do much about it, right?
2: I mean, technically, the NCAA is made up of the schools themselves, and I think we're going to continue to see them lose power. But right now, they're trying to make it to where they're going after all these different schools, primarily ones with bigger NIL um, collectives. And it's it's uh, Tennessee's kind of next in line as as they're going through that.
10: But would you, you know, Davey, I know you've got a legal background. Would you cooperate with them at all or would
2: you? I have I have there's I can't recall one time in my life where I've said you should cooperate with the NCAA. Have they
10: ever won in court? Am I wrong on hearing that, that they have lost every time they've gone to court?
2: For the most part in things that matter, yes.
10: So why why not just go that route?
2: There, it, it there's a lot that goes into that. It's not as simple as just saying, "Hey, we're taking you to court," and then you just show up in court and you get everything handled. It's it'll be interesting to see how everything ultimately unfolds. But I before I really like do too much of a deep dive. I really want to see what their um list of allegations are. Or what what's uh, the name escapes me? The uh, Complaints, yeah. Notice, notice, seeing what they're what they got for us there.
0: And, and she did kind of lay out, though, Davey. I mean, it, that statement that she put out that got leaked kind of leads you, one to believe that they're, you know, yeah, they're going to they're, possibly try to hit you with lack of institutional control. Um, oh no, I was talking about her response, Plowman's response back that it was, um, uh, what's the word? And it's not adversarial, but uh, they're circling the wagons over there. And that's an impression I got from it. Yeah. Like she was giving no quarter.
10: Nor should you. I mean, guys, if you don't, if you don't fight this aggressively, you're going to take a big hit in recruiting. I mean, that's, that's, that's the reason I, I I think you come out swinging so hard as, and, and, and let the NCAA know that you're, you're going to make their life a living hell if they choose to go down this path because otherwise i mean that is the last thing this program needs as we start to break through is to have like another lingering investigation that just is, is is ambiguous i don't know but i can tell you what as soon as i heard that dropped i almost put money on the south carolina you know for them to win the money line tonight it just seems like you know when it rains it pours and uh, that that aside, you know, also the fact that they've got a, a a good big man that just that doesn't bode well for us. But I'll get off here. Spotlight, Eddie. Uh, good luck, buddy. I hope you uh, hope you beat the coppers tonight. See you guys.
2: Thank you, Trey. I heard a rumor, we'll phrase it that way, that uh, yesterday. Tennessee and perhaps the NCAA did have a meeting and we're seeing how well that meeting went as of everything that's came <laughs> out today not good
1: boy somebody set the carpet on fire I mean <laughs> what happened
2: obviously yeah. they couldn't come to they couldn't come to an agreement on um what ultimately uh, should be the punishment I guess is a way to phrase it you yeah. think they were trying to get Tennessee to yesterday to
1: just to accept some penalties and go Florida state, do what we did last time and basically work with them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it it ultimately didn't hurt us at the end of the day, but initially, whenever you look at what the punishment was back in the summer, whenever everything came to a head and you're like, all right, well, we've at least got this behind us. And, And then I think as Donnie mentioned in her statement, you know, we're six months removed and yet they're trying to hit us, uh, hit us again.
1: Yeah, the the words "lack of institutional control" did uh, jump out to me when I finally had a chance to read that entire statement. It it seems like that's that's what. I mean, if they had a meeting yesterday, that makes a lot of sense. Is they probably put that card on the table, and then UT was like, "Yeah, we're not, we're not playing that." And then you know the the way they leak that to those tools that they use, and those people are just tool. Pat Forty is a tool. Like, I mean that that's that's a tool shed, defini- dude. It's the definition of the word tool. Like you you're there to be used by the people you you cover. They give you morsels. They use you. Hey, let's get Pat Forty to write this thing now. Let's get Pete Thamel to do our bidding and uh, you're just a surf you're just uh, you you do you're there to do their bidding it's pathetic but I, I love that Dondi I mean they had that statement drafted yesterday they obviously knew this was coming and they put it out so I guess we're going to war have you guys seen the screenshot from Nico's Instagram no well, I sent it to you. You may not have well, had you got, a chance. Uh, Tom Mars, who was a great keyboardist with Zappa back in the day, but is also now a uh, attorney who specializes in this stuff. And he basically released a, a statement that said, this is what Nico entered into with Spire. It's perfectly legal. And there's absolutely He's, nothing wrong with it.
2: Tom's coming on with us tomorrow. Tom. Yeah.
1: Nico, uh, Post
0: is either Facebook or Instagram one. Uh it's to it's picture Donnie with the caption Donnie Plowman versus the NCAA is a beef I didn't know I needed in my life.
1: Hey Davy, who is Georgia Tech's coach?
2: I honestly don't know. I mean I know it's not um uh, the old Memphis coach. Pastner Pastor.
1: Whoever it is is a Chris Lofton clone. Really? Like, uh, they have, like, the same DNA or something. It's weird.
2: Googling that right now.
0: It's worth a Google. Google. Dr. Rick.
2: Oh, it's Damon Stoudemire. That's Uh, Damon Stoudemire? Oh, wow. What a blast from the past. uh, Who are the other
1: guys on that? Mike Bibby and... um, Miles Simon from that Arizona. Look at him. It looks like uh, CeeLo back in the day. What's up, Dr.
11: Rick? Hey, guys. Do you care if I bring us back to basketball for a sec?
1: Sure. uh, Let's lift up the mood in the conversation. Yeah, so
11: (laughs) I I think the casual fan's probably going to look at that negative 13-and-a-half line and, and think that, You know, this is a big upset. But in reality, I mean, sometimes you got to tip your hat and give the other team some credit. I mean, South Carolina, this is now the fourth or fifth team in a row that they've played that they've held to some crazy, like almost 20 points below their season average. I mean, South Carolina is a good team. Defensively, they did exactly what they've done to other teams down the stretch the last few weeks. And then the second thing with South Carolina is this. I don't know if you guys follow them with any detail, but, I mean, they've been pissed for a week and a half, two weeks now because they feel like they haven't gotten that national recognition. I mean, they they brought that in there tonight with every intention to giving us a fight down the stretch, and that's what they did. We didn't play our best game. They played theirs. Have a good night. Yep. Yeah.
1: No, I, I totally agree. I got no problem giving them credit, man. I mean, it, it sucks that we didn't anticipate that, that we didn't see that coming. Again, I can't imagine that Barnes didn't tell them, you know, explain to them the the narrative, storylines coming into this game. This is not South Carolina from last year. I know they watch film, they have a very detailed scouting report. So like I mean, if, if if we did take them as seriously as we needed to and we came in and played as hard as we can and that's the result, then that's scary. I don't think that's the case. I think we're a better team than them, particularly at home. But we scored 59 points tonight.
0: It wasn't even the, the, the three shooting. We've seen that before. So it got us knocked out against Michigan. Uh, these games where were just, you know, terrible, terrible shooting.
7: Patrick, what's hey, up? Hey, y'all, I don't have any explanations. I only have questions. I'm not exactly sure what this team is, and uh, it's been a while, I think, at least for me, since I've not been sure what a particular team is. Um, obviously, I mean, Connect is just incredible. He's, inc- he's incredible. And, um, you know, defensively, whatever, high effort. I'm not sure what else is going on with the team, though, Um so that's my broad, high-level concern. I'm not sure what they hang their hat on other than connect. Uh, as for tonight, South Carolina is on an unbelievable heater right now, and that's what happened. They dog-walked Kentucky in their last game, like 17, 16 point1 something like that, And and they came in and they played really well tonight and they won the game. I'm not really concerned about the night. Can you guys talk for a minute about what is this team other than connect? I, I, I don't know. I'm not panicked, but I don't know what it is. And I don't know how they have postseason success if they don't have an identity other than the guy wearing the cape. Thanks.
1: Thanks, man. I mean, that's what's so frustrating, guys, is we thought we had those answers coming out of that Alabama game in that, yeah, it's Connect's team, and he's our superstar, but we have really good role players around him. We've got a guy in the inside, in Adu, who's just borderline dominant. We've got a really solid point guard who's recovered from this terrible injury better than any of us could have imagined. And we've got these two seniors in Fescovy and Triple J that are going to come around that we know can shoot. They can defend at a high level. I don't know if you guys saw Evan Mayakawa has uh, his metric has Jordan James. Josiah Jordan James as the sixth most impactful defender in the country right now. So he's doing other things to help you win. I thought we had these these roles kind of carved out, Davey, and it ends up. Uh, not being the case, or at least not tonight, anyway.
2: At least not tonight. And you kind of go back to it where it's, you know, you have all this veteran leadership, but you're not seeing at at times these guys step up where it's like, all right, we obviously know their game plans. take away Connect. Somebody else step up. If you take away Connect and Santee tonight on the offensive end, the team has 18 points. 18 points outside of two players. You just you can't win basketball in the modern age playing like that. You have to have these other guys step up. And we're not seeing that of late out of Josiah Jordan James. I mean, I honestly think, I know he was one of three, but he should try to fight more for his shot. Jamai didn't take a shot. Jamai's done a really good job of trying to actually get into the paint and create uh, either a shot for himself or having the defense collapse in and it allows him to actually kick out and we have a, an open look. That wasn't the case tonight. Uh, it's it's just weird kind of seeing how this team will sputter from game to game. But you also look at it from, I know, South Carolina, they're going to come in with a game plan, try to take some of this stuff away. It's just frustrating whenever really you do just see the team not produce outside of connect. And that's exactly what we saw tonight.
1: Frustrating for sure. Let me get my guy, uh, Chris Price, in here next. Good afternoon. Good evening, Chris. How are you, man? Good,
12: man. Russ, I think we're overthinking it a little bit. I mean, if you think at, you know, what we all probably went into the day thinking we were going to talk about tonight, it was going to be South Carolina, right? And I think we're kidding ourselves if we think the team didn't see all the headlines. And if you're not locked in, I mean, this is what can happen. And so I think – I 100% think they saw all those headlines. It's a distraction. Because you know the the forty tweets said it was across all, all all the program. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's a distraction. The only thing I'd say about the game is I don't know what the heck is supposed to do when he's getting back down like that. Those some of the worst fouls I've ever seen. I mean, just ridiculous.
2: I I, I say try to take a charge, and if he keeps doing that, and I mean he's the one creating content contact, they're going to call it and see how they do it because we we rarely see teams after, I mean, I know they made the rule change, but I I can't think of a single charge I've seen this year outside of like an illegal screen. I haven't seen one at all this year.
1: Well, I mean, uh, the fair question is what the hell is that matchup? Like, why is, why is Jemai? I mean, you know, I, I don't know if I think Adu was on the floor at that point. Like there, there should no be no way that we get into that situation. And then, you can do the arm bar. I and mean, Barnes has talked about this this year. It's like, you're allowed to take your forearm and put it in the back of the player and strong enough to, to hold, you know, pretty big players up with that. And like, I don't, I didn't see him put his hand on BJ Mack. I mean, I guess if he did, it's a foul, but if he's just using his arm and he's leaning into him like that, that's a legal play.
2: I, I don't think he could have done it with him. I mean, BJ Mack weighs 270 pounds. Like, Jamiah might be strong, but
12: I, you you've you've got to find another way to try to defend that. I guess maybe you just lay down and hope you get the charge. But to to everybody's point in here, I mean, we haven't seen it called this year, so you know it seems like a hopeless effort. Well,
2: no, I've not seen anybody try to actually take one in that situation, so I I don't know exactly how they would do it. I
0: haven't really seen very many, and you know, granted, I haven't probably watched as much as as you have, Dave, but. That's just not something you're seeing this year. I, I've I've not seen a charge called in any game. And it, it doesn't even look like guys are, are trying to do that move anymore. I mean the, the South Carolina guy uh tried it on I think Connect. And they called him for the block. And then Dane explained, you know, what the rule change was where you know, with the way they're the way that you move your feet and um that you know they used to give it to them on the charge call and they're just not now so i mean it was a horribly officiated game i I do think it probably affected the game somewhat it definitely fucked with adu
12: yeah i mean that cost us four points late but again i just think you know any distraction and uh, i think today was a distraction i mean even for even for these guys um, so you are, everybody's already worried about it being a look ahead spot, you know, going to rub on Saturday, playing in a primetime game. And then you have everything that happened today. I mean, that's, if you're not locked in, I mean, that's a good team and the better team won tonight, as Russ said, um, you, you can't look ahead. And there's a lot of stuff that went on today that probably didn't help. So that's all I'll say. I'm,
2: I, I've kind of made this comment in the past, but you know, whenever I was growing up in the early 2000s, I mean, this was the case for the 90s too, but the ACC was the dominant conference. And you just saw, no matter who was playing, it was pretty much a dogfight every single night. The SEC has supplanted the ACC, especially in that Southeastern footprint from a a basketball standpoint. And you're just seeing these teams that they might not be ranked, but they're just continually getting better. And and the, the main reason because of that is teams have the money because of these TV contracts on the football side of things. They're able to go out, spend more money on coaches they want. The NIL programs are getting to where you're able to get better players. And we're just seeing the SEC rise as a whole. And it's it's showing. And we're, I think, seeing this year and this past year, or last season, you're seeing that on a night-in, night-out basis.
1: Georgia Tech scores to take a one-point lead, and Carolina's going to take a timeout with four and a half think about it. Well, we had Pat Adams tonight in our game and TV Ted's getting his all- allotted screen time tonight in Atlanta. Um,
2: TV Ted and Doug Shawls were both on last night's game which was in uh, Blacksburg for Duke Virginia Tech. If you want a good fun matchup to watch for the officials. The
1: um I watched the end of Houston and Texas last night that was a horrendously officiated game just awful like texas got screwed just absolutely screwed I, I don't know what you do about it man college basketball officiating it's
0: i mean it's, it's across the board did you guys happen to see this? way off off topic what happened, went down in the oh the cavaliers game with the female ref no no one of the Cavaliers just handed the ball to her and she teed him up I and mean, he didn't say a damn word. I don't,
1: and it's
0: just insane.
1: I blame social media. I don't know. That just seemed like the smart thing to say. To a good blame
0: social media. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, since we're talking about horrendous officiating, that's probably a good time to bring in TJ, the Kentucky fan.
13: What's up, TJ? Hey, what's up, guys? You know, as much as I love Tennessee losing and as much as you guys love Kentucky losing, let's just face it. South Carolina is a team that you don't want to see in March. They're physical... Their experience. I don't think they have one player that plays valuable minutes that's under a junior. They, they're they scrappy. They love to keep it in the 60s and 70s. I mean, Kentucky, before South Carolina, was the number one scoring team in the nation at 91 points a game. And they were held to, I think, like 56 or 61 or something like that, got beat by 17. Granted, it was at South Carolina, but I don't think it would have made a difference at Rupp that night. This South Carolina team is just they're they're tough, they're physical, they're scrappy, they're going to make you foul, they're going to wear you out and by the end of the game you're going to be hands on the knees and they're going to beat you up and that's what they did to Kentucky, that's what they did to Tennessee, that's what they did to I forgot who else they beat. I think they beat Memphis maybe or somebody. They beat another ranked team. They're just a scrappy team, man. They're physical. Well, that guy was at
1: Wisconsin under Bo Ryan and Greg Gard. So, like, I, I guess if you're looking for a silver lining, like, it might be good to, you know, ultimately for your, to, to have a guy like that in the league. If, in fact, they are good and they're not just a one-hit wonder or something like that, you know, time will tell. But, like, you you want to be able to play a couple of those teams over the course of the season so that in case you do draw one, in the tournament you're you're ready for that style of play it's it's frustrating it's not very aesthetically pleasing to watch but um like it it, i mean we've we've been there before where you you run into purdue or something like that in the in the tournament you just have to be ready for it
13: well hey we've been there before where you run into saint peter's you know i mean good grief Um, but look as as far as dalton connect you know There's times where sometimes you just got to let the cool kids say it these days, I guess. Sometimes you just got to let a player eat. You know, Malik Monk against North Carolina a couple years ago had 50-plus. Chris Lofton against Kentucky, I know that was decades ago. But sometimes you got to feed the hot hand. Against South Carolina, it was uh, Dillingham for Kentucky. I think he had 19 or 21. And nobody else had above 15. Sometimes you just have to feed the hot hand. And it just so happens that Dalton Connect has had the hot hand for the last four or five games. And I agree with that one caller. Without Dalton Connect, Tennessee's looking at 12 and 7. Maybe 11 and 8.
1: I don't know. I mean, I I think we would just be like we have been in the past. where We're that Big Ten team that lulls you into rock fights. I don't think we'd be that bad. We probably wouldn't be as good as we are top five or whatever but uh uh, number three north carolina just lost at 10 and 11 (laughs) 9 and 11 um georgia tech so
2: the interesting thing on that georgia tech has won three acc games this year those three teams are duke clemson and north carolina right now those are the only three teams projected to make the tournament out of the acc i mean duke just sucks Duke Duke, 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 Duke sucks. Is, Kentucky swallows. If they, if if uh, Duke wins Saturday, they'll they'll move ahead of Tennessee in the polls.
13: Duke Thanks is man, not baby. what we have seen from Coach K in the past years. I'm not going to say well, they no. suck. They can still get on a run. We've seen March. I mean, anybody can get on a run. I mean, I don't mean to. Pull the Band-Aid off, but look at Florida Atlantic last year. They went on a run. Who would have thought this year, what are they doing? I think they got put out of the top 25 in the first two weeks of the season. So, hey, look, I'm looking forward to the game Saturday. It's going to be amazing. Going to be a great atmosphere. And to me, quite frankly, Saturday, I think, could have an SEC championship feel to it. Tennessee and Kentucky, I think, besides Auburn, are the best two teams in the SEC. Good luck next week or this weekend, guys.
1: Thank you, TJ. Appreciate it. Do, Davey, does Duke still have Mark Anthony or whoever like laying down the funky baseline? Be um,
2: Mark Mitchell. Yes, he's uh, still there. Yeah, he's uh. Whenever he's been healthy, they've looked a lot better. I'm sure. He, he was out a couple games ago and they lost. Kind of like same thing happened whenever he was out against Tennessee.
1: Chris is next. What's up, Chris? Boy, we we are wheeling and dealing tonight. Yeah, we are. Jack. Oh, hello, guys. What's up, Jack? How we
14: doing tonight? Other than Lost.
1: (laughs) Doing well. How are you? Other
14: than Lost, pretty good. Uh, so I do. I do have a few questions on uh, some things I want to say, especially to Westchester. You're a freaking idiot. Um, if you think you don't know Rick Barnes at all, if you think he's not calling the plays, Dalton be on the bench if he's scoring thirty a night. Either way, that's just not happening. It's not how Rick Barnes runs this team. It never has.
0: Well, that and and all poor Brad Hollander heard was insane. Barnes said it in the post game that what Westchester said was that Dalton, you know, all the guys were just watching Dalton, waiting on him to bail him out. Westchester stated that he felt like the rest of the guys basically tanked because, because they're they are jealous. jealous of Dalton Connect, which is and that's like just
14: so so the... wrong. Because I mean, you can see in the pre- the post game pressers when they're all just standing around watching and just smiling and being so happy for the kid because they love him. I mean, he's part of the team. And how can you not love seeing what he does out there on the basketball court? I mean, it's just gorgeous.
2: Yeah. It's, I mean,
1: sore uh, eyes. just got to give him a little bit of help, a little bit of help. Jack.
14: Yeah. And I, yeah, definitely for sure. I mean, everyone needs to step up because they're seniors, but, uh, I, I do. The other question I had was, I mean, what, what is Manishak supposed to do there against, uh, Mac? Like he's playing perfect defense, damn near. And I, I get it. Ad was on the floor. But AD was already at three fouls at that point. He gets those two calls. He's fouled out with like what three minutes left. So I think
0: that's where Pat Adams and that, that shit crew come, you know? Yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, that, that's I, where
0: that. I mean, it was just Pat
1: through. tonight. Like, I, I didn't notice the other guys. There's that. I didn't think the officiating was that b- bad, other than that one. Just inexplicable one minute start where he's just like, I'm just gonna call three fouls now. Oh yeah, three fouls and thirty I don't know.
0: I don't know, man. I mean they, they called just some shitty hand check calls that, that
1: you don't normally see called anymore. Yeah, it was pretty awful now that I think about it. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean they, it, Triple LJ J got, got one drilled super. a couple of times going to the basket. They don't call it. What's up with Connect not being able to make a free throw, by the way?
14: Yeah, I, I can't answer that one. That was that was completely off today. I don't know
1: dude we we went 1 for 2 at the free throw line so many times we only went i think it, we we ended up uh 12 of 20 from the line but man it, it it felt like we missed a dozen free throws tonight
0: well we didn't shoot one until what 16 left in the
2: second half yeah we didn't have one in the first half yeah free, i mean yeah you just free i mean off. you got to you got to make those like just going back to that north carolina game north carolina lost the game by one they were 9 of 17 from the free throw line tonight like you gotta you gotta take those I mean, it's it's, it's ridiculous that we're shooting sixty percent or below. It feels like the last couple games from the line.
14: Yeah, and uh, last thing I'll leave us with here is tonight is uh I think this is definitely our worst game. I mean, take out the Mississippi State game. It's the worst game we've played all year. I mean, we you just can't score fifty nine and want to win the game, especially against a, a team that aver- was averaging ninety one out of conference play. So. But, uh, I mean, t- you take out the Mississippi State game, this is our worst game f- we've played all year. Dalton just can't score all their points. And I think we, we this will kick, us, kick our butts into gear. So, let's hope we can make a deep run into March and make it all better.
0: Oh, This is by far the, sh- the worst game we played all year. It's shitty. We didn't play that bad against Mississippi State. We dug ourselves a hole in the first half. We couldn't quite make it all the way back. But, I mean, hell, at least I could tell myself you know, it wasn't the hump which is not an easy place to play, but (laughs) I don't know. It's not the end of the world, but sucks tonight for sure.
1: Matthew is next. What's up, Matthew? More wheeling. No, we got Matthew. Matthew, turn your mic on, dude. Uh, Come
15: on, dude. Um, Few thoughts here. I don't think this has been brought up tonight. That crowd tonight was pathetic. It was terrible. It was awful. Like, were you they there?
0: Were they didn't have it. The, the team's got to give them something I, to get out of. I, loud about. I, I,
15: I loud agree. Early. But, at like, at what point, like, when you're struggling and you're down to an inferior team late in the first half, early in the second half, do you, like – you try to wheel the boys back into it a little bit. Like, it, like we're a top-five team. There is no excuse to be facing a 17-3 and three conference team – at home and and it's just dead like obviously i know sometimes you got to give them something to cheer about but like also you got, you got to help them out a little get them into the game um I, i'm sorry that's just just a little thing that bugged me tonight but
2: I I, I I mean the game started earlier i will give a couple of people credit i know people that were trying to get there and traffic was really bad uh so it made it difficult for them to get in now i i would imagine they got there within at least after the first 10 minutes had gone by but I, I, we've talked about this time and time again, the reaction at the game versus on television is night and day.
15: Were you there, Matthew? Yeah, no, I live four hours from Knoxville, so I can't make it to midweek games. So maybe it sounds hypocritical, but not realistic well, for me.
1: No, it's, it's fine. It's just it, I've seen it several times now where, like, for whatever reason, a raucous TBA environment, does not translate on TV. You can't tell. Yeah, it's weird, man, and it's something that I think the administrators need to like address with the. Uh, it's probably just like microphone placement yeah. or something. The, li- like the lighting is also networks. really
15: weird. It looks dark as hell on TV, and I, I. It looks dark, but like I've I've talked
1: to people, and I, we haven't heard it from anybody who was at the game. Maybe somebody who was there tonight can chime in and let us know. But I I've, I've been watching games like the Ole Miss game seemed like this to me on TV where I'm I'm watching the TV version. And it's like, man, it sounds dead in there for a sellout crowd, 20,000. And then I talked to people there and they're like, oh man, it was a great atmosphere. It was so loud. And it, it was crazy. And I just think it doesn't come across on TV very well for whatever reason. But so I'm always hesitant to jump on the fans. I would agree with you. Like it, it seemed lame when you're watching on TV, but they also had 20,000 in there and it seemed like they got loud when they, they had to, but just,
15: you know, Tennessee couldn't get it over the hump for them. Fair, fair. I definitely think this was the worst loss of the year. I mean, South Carolina. Give them credit. I think they're they're a better team than what people are wanting to give them credit for. Um, but you know, you see upsets and co- crazy upsets in college basketball every night, but you don't see it a lot when when you're playing on your home court. Um, so that's disappointing. I really thought we were going to win every game at, at home this year. I, you know, I'm not expecting to win at Rupp on Saturday, but I just I hope we can find something. I I think a big key for this team is eventually Santi is going to have to establish himself as like the clear number two guy on this team. And like, Mm. as bad as we played on offense tonight, Santi had a good game. He went two for four from three. three, Think went four of seven from the field. He's he's starting to kind of find his stroke again a little bit. And I think had some key
1: defensive plays for us that he made, but he's still passing up shots. And I just want to just like, dude, shoot the damn ball. You get it open to hell with the pump fake. Your teammates aren't going to hit the shot unless it's connect. Shoot it, man. You're the best shooter on the team. You're right there at connect. As far as like hitting wide open threes,
15: shoot the damn ball. I I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And like, you're seeing more and more of the narrative that like this team is Dalton connect and nothing else. Like this team without Dalton connect pretty much went to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament last year. So that that's, that's just not true. We have guys that are plenty capable of going out there and, picking up the slack when DK's on the bench, but they, you know, we've just got to like clearly define these roles. And I think Santi is going to be a big key of that, but yeah, really disappointing game. I think one more thing is I, I, and they mentioned this a lot on the broadcast, the way that game was called with just like calling every hand check early in that second half. Like you could see it in the guy's body language. Like it just took, it took the life out of the team. And I think, it, it it they let it kind of roll over onto the offensive end, but that was a turning I, point, man. I mean, yeah. we were
1: kind of I don't want to say in control of the game, but like it it was fine. Like we weren't playing well, but um it was it was back and forth. We we're winning, they're winning, uh it's tied, whatever. It's 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 a close game. And then yeah, I mean I, I think that had an impact. It was like, well, they're we, we can't play defense now? Like, what, what do we do? And shots weren't falling, and I think
15: we let it affect our offense. And it was just – man, it was frustrating. Yeah, that, that last one there when they were just backing down Jemai Meshack there in the last two minutes, and, like, like he didn't reach in. He didn't do anything. He was just holding his ground. And they, they called a foul, and it was that point I was like, okay, what are, what are we going to do here? But disappointing night, if we can somehow pull it out at Rupp on Saturday – all is forgiven. It is college basketball at the end of the day. Like it's their kids. Like this is going to happen sometimes. It happens. It's not just a Tennessee thing. Um, but yeah, I hope we bounce back on Saturday. Hopefully. Thank you, Matthew. Appreciate it. Let's get
1: uh, one or two more in here before we shut it all down. What's up, Brad? Brad might have the wheel.
2: <laughs> no, there he is. Right. Can you here we
1: so, go. Got you, man. What's up?
16: Fantastic. So first off, just want to say really enjoyed the show. And uh, whether it's football, basketball, always like to tune in and hear the thoughts. Uh, I will say I'm I'm here in Charleston, South Carolina. It's where I live. And uh, I'm a Knoxville native, um, Haslam grad. So UT guy through and through. Work tomorrow is not going to be too fun. I got a lot of South Carolina fans that are going to be giving me some crap. Um, I see you guys pray for me when you lay your heads down tonight. (laughs) Um, but, uh, I know we touched on roles and responsibilities, I guess, there earlier. And that's what's, you know, kind of going through my mind is, you know, even in our wins and some games that we've pulled out, you know, whether it was Georgia Vandy, I've seen some scenarios unfold where it's, it's like we have some guys that maybe used to be CEOs, used to be uh, head of an organization, go to guys, uh, as scorers, uh, and as defenders, and it's almost like they've lost their identity to an extent um you know with with do connect i would never discount what he's done for the program and the dynamic score that he is but it's almost like we're searching for ourselves still and i wanted to get your thoughts on
1: that i think we're still adjusting to it i i, I think that josiah appears fine. like the guy doesn't shoot yeah he, like he doesn't shoot and, and he's still defending at a high level and he rebounds and he just, you know, he, he passes and sets things up for, for other people, but he, he doesn't shoot the basketball. Yeah. And I guess that's not a problem if we're fine with Dalton shooting it over 20 times a night, but it does feel like he and Santi, uh, you know, are, are the guys we're talking about, like, they're still trying to find their, their role yeah on this team they do look a little bit uncomfortable but i mean like i'm fine with josiah not shooting santi needs to shoot the ball man he's open for three pointers he gets the ball he needs to let it fly he can knock that he was two or four from three-point range like he should be shooting at least uh six seven three-pointers a game yeah
16: yeah and you know probably half the people on this call played high school sports high school basketball and it's one of those things where you know if a guy was hot on a given night you almost found yourself spectating because you're like all right he's on he's making threes he's taking the ball to the basket uh he's blocking shots he's getting steals and then when the ball comes your way you're like oh shoot i've got to contribute tonight and i i feel like we might have an element of that on the offensive end for sure um just because guys are getting really comfortable with dalton being the guy um so
1: Yeah, I hope so. Uh, Santi doesn't look right out there, but uh, you're right. I mean, we're, we're still defining roles. Hey, man, it's January. Yeah, right? we've got we got time to to do this. It's probably not the last time that we're gonna struggle, but you know, hopefully, you define those roles by March, and you're hitting on all cylinders by then. You don't want to be peaking right now.
16: Certainly. Well, I appreciate you guys. All
2: right. Good luck tomorrow at work. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. D- defensive effort's still there. Uh,
3: like,
2: I-, I would say in college basketball, if you told me every night, you could hold your opponent to 63 points, I'd feel pretty good about that. But it's just, I mean, we-, we go back and we finally had one of those huge drafts where you just couldn't score a field goal, and those are a staple in the Rick Barnes era.
1: Let's talk to the cackler. Did cackler call the Daily Show, Bear? No, but I was interested. We hadn't heard from Cackler in
5: a long time. I feel like what's
1: up, Cackler?
0: All
5: right, man. It's been a long time, guys. Been a long time. How you Uh, doing? Uh great. Um one thing I'll give kudos to South Carolina, man. They took us out of our transition game. Uh they shut us down. They had a good game plan. They showed everybody a good game plan to how to play us. What do y'all think?
0: i started getting worried after we we talked to uh, it was Tyler Head, Russ today. Yes, and that's when I after listening to you know everything Tyler had to say, I I'm not going to act like a what and I had some concerns. I said it,
1: but he said um, if South Carolina is going to win this game, they have to turn it into a low scoring game. And yeah, damned if they didn't do it.
0: Well, the overall impression I got left with after talking to Tyler today was it sounded like. He'd kind of rebuilt the roster in the off season with some transfer portal additions and they were kind of a veteran gritty bunch. So
5: that's
1: fine. But so did we, and so are we, <laughs> we're still better. We should win.
5: Well, they limited our possessions, the game. We didn't, we weren't able to have as many shots and they did a good job of that. And then we screwed up and didn't take advantage of our free throws and everything. So, you know, we, you know. It was a great game plan by South Carolina to limit us. And hopefully that's not a game plan for everybody else to do the same thing to us.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure others will try, like, you got to be committed to that style and you know, he's, he's steeped in it. My a good coach, man. He took uh UTC to the tournament. I, uh, they upset somebody in the tournament, won a tournament game and,
5: uh, they were terrible last year, but he's got some players,
1: man. He's got a good team this year.
5: Yeah. Well, that's about all I got, guys. I appreciate y'all staying up late and uh, letting us have a voice in the uh, ball nation, buddy. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a great evening. You too, good Kackler. to hear from
0: you,
1: Cackler. Oh, where'd Spotlight Eddie go? No double dipping. He was, Did you run?
0: No. I, oh, you told him when he got home you'd bring him back in. That's right. Yeah. Hattery
1: got arrested. No, he he was he was waiting. I was going to bring him in last caller. Yeah, Eddie. I hope he's, he's not laying there. dead in a ditch somewhere. Nah,
0: he has got nine not, He learned his lessons.
1: The one guy in here who has been to prison. Calls it. I, mean, I hope he's not still on parole. Hope his his uh, parole. What do you call it? parole officer or whatever? I hope no. Hope they he's listening.
0: long man. He's that's probation officer. That's a long
1: time ago. Pro- probation officer. He's paid his debt to society, but yeah. he did admit to drunk driving on the show tonight.
2: Yeah, there he is, Spotlight
0: Eddie. He's always he's always been really upfront with what got him in trouble. And what he did? Not he saying his
8: time. he's a bad
1: guy. I'm just saying he was. Uh, I don't know why you got to be shitting all over my guy Eddie. Questionable decision. What's up? I Eddie? wasn't
9: blowed away, fellas.
1: Did, you made it home.
9: Oh yeah, yeah. Went by Taco okay. Bell, got a sack full, and came home and ate. What the hell?
1: Okay. I, I just like we we don't condone drinking and driving. I'm not trying to get a lawsuit.
9: I wasn't drinking and driving. Well, that's what I would say too man I had a tall boy at the ball game but no i think this is maybe a good learning tool for the boys
1: i hope so man sometimes you need a wake-up call you know
9: eddie precisely that's exactly what i was talking about
0: russell has so been worried that we, we were peaking too early I think we put
9: that one to bed. Yeah, yeah. Nice little stub your toe and, hey, slap them boys back into shape.
1: I imagine practice tomorrow will not be a pleasant experience.
9: Yeah. I mean, I'd
0: rather have this game tonight than to pull the shit up in Lexington.
9: Precisely. You, you
0: do this on Saturday, we're going to get ran out of there the way we did. When was that? Was it? Uh, was it last year? Oh, yeah, like, or the year what, before.
9: Like 30, 30-plus.
0: 30 yeah, I mean, it's still not as bad as we beat them when they had that Nerland Noel team. But,
9: yeah, yeah,
0: it was a beatdown. So you can't you can't go fucking around uh, like that up there. But Kentucky, I mean, Kentucky's going, I mean, they're super athletes. They're going to want to run. I mean, I, Calipari's not going to come out and play the way paris did with south carolina tonight this happened
1: so. last year man we we had a great start to the season we started having these conversations about was last year's team better than the grant and Admiral team and you know what happened they damn near tanked right in the middle of the season people were jumping off board and they got it together and got a high seed in the tournament and were able to get get to the sweet 16 so look man it's college basketball there's ups and downs. This is one of the crazier years as far as upsets that we've ever seen in the sport. There's more parity, yep. more movement than we've ever seen before. So there's going to be more great wins. We we, Man, it would not surprise me at all to see us go out there and, and beat Kentucky, interrupt. We're good enough to do it. Uh, and then turn around and stub our toe in one of these games next week against LSU or A&M.
9: Yeah, I'm I'm Spotlight Eddie. I hate taking a fucking L at home because I go to all the home games. But I will take this right now if that pushes us that much further. Come tourney time.
1: What'd you get at Taco Bell? Five dollar box action?
9: Nah, I got a I got a burrito supreme and one of those uh, little potato potato burrito deals like a buck and a half two bucks something like that damn
1: i <laughs> two bucks for i had some uh i had some mexican and i had some uh tamales from the the local joint up the street oh, no. good?
9: hey if you guys are ever in von or i'm telling you down 411 south of maryville stop uh-huh. into that um uh, i can't pronounce it but it's um Adjacent to the uh, Von Orr Elementary School, right across the road, little strip mall. Great food, man. I'm telling you.
1: Oh, I'm you Lindo?
9: I think it's Siete Lindo, something along those
1: lines. Oh, strip mall Mexican's hard to beat. Now, I mean, no,
9: it's, no, no, it's the best in the biz. I'm telling. I, you. I know. I'm. I'm.
1: I'm not. I'm not being facetious.
0: I'm with it you. It reminds Eddie. me of that. Uh, that place you ended up after that Titans game, right? Hey, that, that's
1: that's what I had today. Was strip mall Mexican. It's the best, man. Like can't beat it. The the shittier the place looks on the outside, the better the food is inside. Generally,
0: the more the more dangerous the parking lot. I think is what you said before. Oh,
9: Jesus. Yeah. No, this no, this place is not dangerous. It doesn't look shitty, and there's actually a pretty cool little, uh, cool little bar on the end that has pizza and wings and whatnot. That uh, I'm I'm drawing a blank on the name, but if anyone's ever down 411 south of Maribel in Vaughn, you can't go wrong in that strip mall where Fastenal used to be.
1: All right. All right, uh, Eddie. Well, I'm glad you made it home. I'm glad no uh, felonies were committed during the taping of this show before a live studio audience. And I'm Dear glad everybody has a, a happy
2: ending. You guys. I take charge, not necessarily committed.
9: You guys worry a little too much. I wasn't blown away <laughs> for fuck's sakes. Okay, we believe you. Right. I knew you were, Eddie. Hey, good night, fellas. You guys have a good one. Thank you. Go Thank balls. You.
1: Wow volunteer your action man nothing else like it
2: you have to keeps on giving
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, really charges and committed those two different uh, I'll leave it to Davy to pick uh, to distinguish between the the legalese Davy uh, scale of one to ten with ten being. Oh, God, this is SMU and uh, zero being we're North oh, Carolina. Fake here's, yeah. Where are you um,
2: at? Yeah, maybe like a three and a half to four. Here's the one thing I did want to say. Talk to somebody. If people are nervous about Nico potentially being ruled ineligible, one thing I heard was there's that's not going to happen. Don't don't stress over that at all. Like that's that's not what we're dealing with here. So what could happen? Scholarships? More scholarships? Yeah, more scholarships. It seems like they would try to hit you with some level two violations. I, I really don't – I would need to go back and look at it. I haven't had time to dive in, but they're trying to get you under the repeat offender kind of side of things. So, But I would just imagine like we're going to see if, if they had it their way and we didn't fight back. More scholarships are gone, more uh, recruiting weekends revoked, and you you look at taking a hit from that side – but I, it's not like seeing, oh, uh, man, we're going to have to go back and vacate the, the Citrus Bowl because Nico played in it kind of thing. Like, it, not, nothing like that from, from what I'm hearing. Well, I mean,
0: with, with that being said, I don't see any way this doesn't go to court then because I don't. Tennessee's not going to accept anything.
2: Well, the other thing is, like, I mean, I know we'll have more time to, to get in this later, but you saw a lot of these collectives start to band together. And as the NCAA is trying to come at like each one of these, what ultimately happens? Because from, from all indications, Tennessee's not done anything outside the realm of what a lot of these other programs are doing. Tennessee, at least for what we know so far, they're saying, Hey, we were just following the rules that were established at the time. You're trying to retroactively go back and apply new rules to punish us for past transgressions. And again, we'll, Wait to see what that notice of allegations eventually looks like, but we we saw both sides. Um, the way it was put to me is, I mean, Tennessee playing hardball is Donnie Plowman's statement essentially calling the NCAA a joke and they're failing. Like that, that's playing hardball. Like just coming out and saying that.
0: Yeah, um, Adam Sparks uh, made tweeted out. Uh, I don't know why I didn't catch it until about twenty minutes ago about two o'clock this afternoon, he reminded everybody the NCAA in May of 2022 said that they were going to retroactively enforce their new rules.
1: So, and what did we have? And that was about the time that Nico was committing was may of 20, that spring of 2022 is when he committed.
2: He would have committed. Yeah. In the spring late winter, early spring. Wow. Yeah,
0: another, uh, I mean, it's all in that statement. What, Like, Like Adam pointed out the 16 words she used to describe the NCAA. These are the 16 words. Bully, chaotic, failing, flawed, intellectually dishonest, vague, contradictory, inconsistent, unclear, replete with
2: defects, unworkable and morally wrong. And I really, really would have loved to have been a fly on the wall of that meeting, because if those are the phrases that are being thrown around, you can only imagine how bad it went. I, it just tells me Tennessee's
0: going, I mean, it sounds like both sides are dug in. It's, it's on.
2: I mean, like, and again, like if people are like, Oh, you could go to court to do this. It's, I don't know exactly what you, I mean, I guess you're just saying like, we shouldn't have to abide by these rules. And another thing you're going to probably start seeing a lot of states do, and, and I guess one example is, you know, we've seen Missouri and their state legislator, they've applied certain rules that kind of helps out uh, their home state programs when it comes to recruiting. Um, and and so it's, you could start to see legislatures uh, put acts in that kind of help out the the teams uh, or the universities in their state because the NCAA like they're not gonna be able to proceed or um to to go up against state law. Like they're they're not gonna try to fight that. And if they do, that's something they're definitely gonna fail at. Um
0: well that I mean if she we were talking about today and one of the things I wanted to ask you, I mean if I just assume that with my lame and you know novice understanding of of all this stuff is that Tennessee basically just go go to federal court and, uh you know, file for an injunction against the NCAA. Yeah.
1: What, how, yeah, how does I it mean, work, Davey? Like what, well, what would be, what would what Tennessee would we- do? We, people say, Oh, let's go to court. Let's go to court. Like, what does that mean? What What are our grounds that we go to court on?
2: Oh, that's the thing. It's like, it, it all depends on what they're essentially charging us, what the punishment would, would be. Um, I, I'm trying to, like, there's not really examples I can, I can pull off of, but like, let's take this, this is something that we've, we've all actually watched. Tennessee, we, we played Illinois. We saw Terrence Shannon Jr. Now, this is on a criminal side of things, so this is a little different. But this was him pretty much going up against the school. This guy has been charged with rape. And he got a judge to file a temporary restraining order allowing him to return to the team and to be able to – well. to to be able to resume team activities. Now the coach doesn't have to play him, but that's their best player. And so they're putting him back into the rotation. He's having a good season now that he's back in there and his teammates are happy. He's back. But I mean, that's just an example of they went and they got a TRO to allow this guy to play while he's been charged with rape. So you could potentially get an injunction for a lot of different things, but I, I just at this moment, I don't know exactly like what the punishment is or what we could even be facing. Well, I mean, but the
0: other I... part of her of her statement was she kept referring back to the Austin decision, and I—I was my whole thought was is that they're going to try and steer the NCAA and get them into a federal courtroom with stuff that's already case law now. I mean, the Supreme Court's ruled
1: on all this stuff. I mean, I, Davey, my, my question would be, you know, I, I hear what you're saying. It's like, it's hard to know, like what you're, you're, you would be pursuing until you get some sort of the notice of allegations or the the punishment. I'm just asking, like, is it even possible to go now, you know, before you get the notice of allegations say, listen, you know, keep these creeps away from us. They are persecuting us for something that's not even illegal that wasn't illegal at the time that it was done. It's still not really illegal now, and they keep, you know, at, you know, trying to interview our student athletes, our coaches. It's cast a pall over our athletics department. Tell these people to leave us alone.
3: You could don't, don't but, even
1: give us the notice of allegation. We we don't want to have any contact with you.
5: Well, I mean, I like if, that. If it wouldn't come to that,
2: but I, I would if if I'm the NCAA and I'm pushing back on that. I'm like they willfully allowed us to come into their home and see everything. And this is what we found is what they'd say.
0: Yeah. But on the one where we actually let them in, because we don't know about this, this NIL stuff, they lauded us as a beacon of how universities should handle situations where
2: the administration catches wind of any kind of wrongdoing. Yeah. Guys. I I mean, I I wish I had a better answer for you, but I've not seen really anybody try to fight this stuff before. So, there's so many different scenarios that can play out. And I, I really don't even know where to begin as far as, all right, here's the likely steps Tennessee's about to take. And like I said, um, I'll have more for you to mark is like, while while we were doing this conversation, I, I got the text that uh, Tom Mars is going to come on with us tomorrow. So um, I'm, I'm hoping to to get a better understanding. I mean, he rep Tom Mars. For those mm-hmm. that don't know, he represents Spire sports. So Spire sports in the university I heard kind of going back, like they they were yeah. cognizant that this is something that could be coming down the pipeline. So we'll we'll see as more information becomes available. Because right now we're just going based off the leak that was given to um, Pat Forty.
0: That was dirty as hell, Times. too. What'd you call him, Russell a tool.
1: I I mean, that's what he is. Yeah. I just like that Davey is like our version of uh, Tim Matheson in Animal House. Like, he's our pseudo-lawyer. Yeah. I want Davey representing the University of Tennessee at this NCAA hearing. I am not just going to sit around and let you badmouth the United States of America.
0: <laughs> I think I'd be more likely to pull off something, try something crazy like that. But No, you're Bluto. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, just
2: if you, the, if you uh, read counsel, the, yeah.
0: uh, if you read her, her
2: response today. That was it just the three page document. Yeah. No, I saw like a blurb come out of it. I have not read the full thing yet.
0: You really read that, especially page, page two is where I really feel like she was her through the, whatever lawyers wrote that thing. They're kind of laying low. the
1: groundwork. Whatever the words uh, Adam Spar uh, used—vague, flawed, dishonest. intellectually dishonest, replete with defects, morally wrong—these are all terms that have been used to describe our show. So, bully, chaotic,
0: failing, flawed, intellectually dishonest,
1: vague, kind of stings,
0: contradictory,
1: things.
0: inconsistent, <laughs> unclear three replete with defects. This this is my life. Unworkable and morally wrong. Yeah,
2: that's us. We have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, trying to think of what the other ones were and just flat out deceived. Um, Dalton connect
1: as we speak is on the floor. Yeah, As, uh, Thompson bowling shooting free throws. Yeah, I saw that. That poor guy. It's all about
0: work, man. It, at some point. I saw a really uh it was like a short interview with like Kevin Garnett. He was like difference between guys that make it at that level. He said a lot of times it just comes down to work.
2: You are willing to put in the work. Is Westchester complaining that his teammates aren't out there with him?
0: Probably, who knows? I'm um, Westchester. He's he's we've got him on a a gentleman's agreement that if he goes over a certain number of
1: beers, he's not supposed to request to talk.
0: He's a lovable moat but Who yeah. was
1: more unhinged tonight, Westchester or hollander hollander because absolutely, Brett Brett Holander just he really embarrassed the Marcus in the midday show. Marcus Young is going to have to have a talk with his producer. He can't be going out like that. When when Brett acts like that in public, it reflects poorly on Marcus. It does. Marcus has got to get his crew in order.
0: I don't. I mean, it's that's like it's, it's the equivalent of like it's it's a, it's a radio speedball. You've got. You know, Jake and Andrew fly off the handle to drop the hat. And then you've got, you know, Marcus. He's like walking. He's just like human Valium. That's, that's
1: a, why would you say that? It's a terrible thing to say. About what? These are, these are about our coworkers. You moron. You can't go on here in a public forum, just ripping people like that. That's terrible. Everybody, I mean, what is like, like, some, some kind of apologies. surprise
0: to everybody?
1: An apology, Senator.
0: <laughs> I watched that last week. No, never apologize. That's mild compared to some of the shit those three
1: have said about us. Davey, any closing thoughts?
2: I had a good offensive performance tonight. I'm really hoping that we're able to go up to uh, Rupp and, actually give a solid performance on both sides of the ball. Really curious, and I'm sure we'll have more to to talk about as it relates to this NCAA investigation, but i said it a thousand times before, I'll say it again, never get in bed with the NCAA. They'll find a way to fuck you and you're not going to like it, so here we are. Yeah. This team really going to piss away an SEC
1: regular season championship. That's really what they're going to do.
0: I don't know if piss away uh, would, would be the phrase I would use. I mean, who knows? Uh, I'm kind of with Davey. You know, Rupp's an incredibly uh, – it's one of the hardest places in college basketball to win. I mean, you're up against it. Not only is Kentucky, you know, perennial powerhouse. You've got the Rupperees. I just – the only thing – like, i I hope we win Saturday. I don't expect us to. But I'll, the only way I'd be really disappointed is if we just pull a fucking no show up there. I can handle losing up there as long as we don't just mail it in.
1: Uh, I mean, if this is how it's going to be, I'm gonna piss away a regular season title. We are what we are in the SEC tournament.
0: Easy, come on, man. You better who's up you on the better brief? go
1: far in the big one. You better go far in the big dance. Walk it back. Walk back off that ledge, Russ. Come on. I'm Walking nothing back, man. I mean, I said it before. Like, you got to set the standards high. You think they're having this conversation in Kentucky? You think Duke talks this way? Oh, well, let's just have some fun. And, you know, I just hope the boys have a good time. No, man. Winners want to win. It's unacceptable what we saw up there tonight. Want to hang them banner. But at the end of the day, tonight, we got beat by the better team tonight. No, we didn't. No, we are the better team. They might have been the better team tonight. We are the better team. It's unacceptable.
2: That's not right.
1: Damn right. Thank you. Uh, I guess uh, Bear just left. Just you and me, Dave.
2: He's fed up with it. Pissed He's tired of this world. <laughs>
1: I don't blame him. I might go jump in the bathtub with a toaster. (laughs) Davey, uh, talk to you soon, my friend. Saturday night should be interesting.
2: Looking forward to it, Russ. I hope you have a fine evening and appreciate all the fine folks tuning in for this rendition of The Voluntary Reaction.